You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Welcome to Tax Wrap podcast, episode 83. Listeners, and I'm Steve Burnham, joined again by Andy Nguyen. Hi, and Steve. Lisa Gregg. Hello. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? It's, uh, it's tax time, as everyone knows. Um, and tax time also seems to be scam time because uh, the ATO sent out a, a press release recently to say that uh, to warn people that look, it's it's happening again. People are on the phone, on the emails, and trying to rip our money off. And um, came out with some amazing figures, Andy. Um, uh, in 2015, 87,000 phone and email scams were reported to the ATO, which is incredible, but not as incredible as when you compare it to the year before, because that's an increase of 90 percent. Uh, of the um, scams that happened in 2004. Uh, hundreds of us are handing over millions to the two uh, scammers, which um, surprised me. I, I, I thought we were smarter than that. What's, what do you think? Yeah, it's just one of those things that in the electronic or digital world that we live in, it's just one of those things that are part and parcel of uh, just day-to-day life, I guess, Steve. Because well, it seems to be worth their time to, to make all this effort. It's a, it's, a, it's a sad fact of life, isn't it? Well, they probably have a robot going on in the background, especially with email. They can just keep pinging, pinging, pinging. I mean, oh, I get yeah. strange ones on my email or on my phone or things like that. Yeah, you just, yeah. What you do is you just don't open it. But I think yeah. it's one of those things as well that, well, even at, at my ripe young age, uh, you know, we, didn't have, we had one Apple IIe computer uh, <laughs> in the whole school mm. in, when I was doing... HSC, Year 12, whatever you want to call it now. And so I then sort of try and educate my parents on how it all works. And I think that's what it is. If you understand how emails work and things like that, I think it's quite straightforward to work out whether it's a scam. But, you know, if it, if it looks true, you know, even yep. you know from your profession, Steve, with being a, a journalist or a journalist, as it is, <laughs> as it seems to be called now, um, you know, you used to have some sort of credibility when it went into print, where now any... I was well, about to say something derogatory, but no. any person can be a, be a journalist and have a blog. So I think yeah. that's what it is. It's opened up to... Opened up the whole thing to a whole different audience and yeah, uh, people exactly. using the technology, etc. So we thought we'd talk about today, Andy, and I thought we'd talk about today, you know, what how to be aware of scams. Yeah. And I think it's even important for our, our tax practitioners out there to just, you know, have that discussion with your your eye return people, you know, mm. your mum and dad, you know, you probably look after, you know, the mum and dad, the kids, the family trust and the SMSF. But just remember that, you know, they, they, they could uh, be susceptible to scams as well. It's funny because I, I got an email at my home address, um, which I think was from the ATO saying you can do your tax return now. Yeah, online. that's bona fide, that one was. That's, that's yeah. Yes? Okay. Yeah, that was bona fide. Yeah, Mark got one as well. Okay. Yeah, it's mm. always difficult with these scams as well because they typically come in three forms. I've, we were talking about the email. But you can also get it via SMS if they manage to get a hold of your mobile number and yeah. also by way of uh, just a direct to telephone call. Yeah, mm. so, you know, and those who are most vulnerable in our society, unfortunately, sometimes get caught up with these things, particularly when it's a phone call from, you know, somebody purportedly to be the, the ATO demanding that you pay, you know, you, you pay your tax or mm. demanding sort of various types of information. Well, that, that, that's one of the uh, iterations of this, isn't it? If someone calls up and says, look, you owe us money, uh, pay up now. What's the details of that, that scam? Yeah, so, so the ATO will typically ring up and say, well, look, you know, we're from the ATO, you have a debt due to us. Uh, this please is, this pay is up. air quote ATO, isn't it? That's, not, that's not correct, yeah. Okay. That's correct, yeah. So the ATO would never call people directly to to uh, approach people to do that sort of thing so um you know there are funnily enough even scams there where they request for information like your itunes cards or providing <laughs> itunes card or visa details so there are those who are quite vulnerable out there that uh, will 
you know, unfortunately mm. be caught up in all these things, particularly out of fear as well, you know, so... Well, no, no, no one wants to own money or be, get in trouble. But are they targeting vulnerable people? How do they do that? Or is it not what happens? Yeah, um, we were. I was at a tax time meeting today with uh, a few ATO people and it's all very random, Steve. So okay. it's just that the, a certain part of the community may not necessarily understand the technology, as Lisa was uh, pointing out, um, if you're you know unsure of the technology, you might go, "Oh, geez, I don't know how this works." Perhaps it's bona fide. So, uh, so you did get caught up in those situations, and there's there's a myriad of different ways that they can do it. Sometimes it's a phishing scam, so you know they tap into to get additional information from your computer. So there's a whole array of different types of scams out there there might be another one for example with email one that's in front of me that says that you know they, the hotel might say oh look we have a refund due to you um can you please provide bank account details and people go oh beauty you know it must be my mm. refund or it must be a so taxes they're, they're that waving, i've overpaid they're waving money in front of you it's a bit easier to click on a link or whatever you know or give them details i suppose exactly so you've just got to be aware that you know you should know what's owing to you and you know it's not like the ato's got this uh this uh, lottery system where it goes, hey, Steve, fantastic! Here's an extra five thousand dollars because you're a good guy and you've won, you've won the the, the the phone a friend or the cash cow or something like that. Uh, but I think the, the the clear thing is with the emails that come in, check the email address. So the email address for the ATO is www.ato.gov. .au. Mm. And so when you have a look at it, it's sometimes it'll be .com or it'll be ATO and then something else after the domain oh. name, which the domain name's the thing after the at symbol, everyone. So I think that's what you, you just got to look at, at where it's coming from. And if it doesn't look like a bona fide email address, and if you're not sure, just jump on the ATO website and have a look at what their email address extensions look like. Yeah, mm. sure. And the other thing as well is a lot of, you know, your um, correspondence now also goes through your MyGov mm. account. So that's typically the safest place to know whether you've got a debt owing or you've got a refund oh, amount yeah. as well. So, or alternatively, you know, you can always contact your tax agent if you do go through a tax agent. So it is quite important. Uh, the ATO does have a hotline, and I'll just read that number out there. It's one 800 So if you have been contacted by a fraudster or fallen victim to such a scam, it's worth calling the ATO on that particular number. It's, you know, it's just one of those things, unfortunately, they always seem to be one step ahead of you, particularly around these these scams. So the minute that you manage to work your way around it, another one hmm. pops up. You mentioned a phishing scam, or PH phishing. How did that? How does that work? Yes, yeah, so with that particular scam, Steve, if I can sort of dig up the actual page in front of me. So here's so with the phishing scam I got in front of me, and you can access this again from the ATO. They provide a number of uh, examples <laughs> online. And the phishing scam here, in this particular example, the spammers has used a copy of our, of the ATO's legitimate email address. So, delayed return at ato.gov.au is what they actually use. Huh. Um, but instead of a client list attachment, they've included an ex ex executable file, which is a malware application. And such applications, or as they say, ex exes, s, are commonly used to co uh, compromise a recipient's computer when it's open. So, if you've got any personal details there. Um, it might goes in and fishes it. Oh, fishes it. Yeah, <laughs> gets so, it out. Yeah. So it's just a form of malware there that um, yeah. can extract all your information. Because so your guard might be down because it's like you see the mm -hmm. it looks, email address. It looks, looks bona fide, yeah. and that's what they do. They make it look like it comes from the right email address, or right. it's using, you know, make sure it's using the right ATO logo is another one. But with the phishing scam, it's it's actually 
you know when you attach a file to an email and it looks like an icon? That's usually what they ask you to open. So it actually, it has to be a program. So it usually comes with an icon, Steve, Mm. where normally, you know, if it's it's just a link and you can see if the link's taking you away somewhere because the link usually says, you know, I'm going to, you know, Steve, Lisa, Andy Enterprises for our super super annuation fund or something like that. But that's what it is. So there'll be some sort of icon there that you usually click on. So the thing is, don't open it. Only look at it in preview mode. We know that we do that a lot in our emails as well. We don't actually open the file. You actually look in preview. And if it looks dodgy... Just delete just it. Just walk away. I mean, one would hope as well. It goes directly straight into your junk box so you don't actually have to see it. But um, it, these... They're pretty sophisticated though, Andy, yeah. as we well know. And mm. it'll just be, you know, AI engines, you know, artificial yeah. intelligence mm. engines that'll be just roaming around and well, the thing? calling it, it, you. It's getting more sophisticated. I mean, you hardly see any emails from Nigeria, for instance. Yeah. Oh, I remember days. when I used to get them by telex and fax oh. and everything. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, here's what a million the dollars. What the people doing this stuff? Uh, they... Some people got caught by that as well and going, come on, guys, really? I know, that's right, it's amazing. Um, but like with the f- telephone calls as well, and I can talk about this with my parents are in their 70s and things like that, and they get a lot of questions about, you know, Telstra and things. It's not coming from Telstra at all, but with the tax ones is um, I always think, I think it's interesting when someone calls you up and says, can we clarify you are who you say you are? And you go, well, hang on, you rang me, so you've yeah. got to know who I am sort of thing. But the big trick with these, and it's not just the ATO, it's anyone that's trying to sort of telemarket you, is go, okay, um, give us your phone number. And I'll ring you back. And mm. then you can tell if you're going through a switchboard. So at least that's one level of security oh, yeah. that you can be assured of. Yeah, and one of the other things that we're talking offline as well is, you know, this is in um, the realm of organised crime as well. There are groups, syndicates that actually, that's all they do. They ring yeah. people and um, have these scams on, on hand. So it is something that... Um, Particularly with tax agents, they need to make their clients aware of. It's worth having that conversation. The when I was speaking to the ATO today, they did indicate that you know between July and November, which is this now. tax time, yeah, um, this is when it, you know these scams are hottest, and two thirds of these scams typically occur at at this point in time. So it's worth having that discussion with your client, particularly around data integrity and mm. also your, your personal information, you know, don't disclose to your fans, don't disclose all, all your personal information because sometimes that's, that's very valuable these yeah, days. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm assuming the, uh, the MyGov um, adoption will filter out a lot of this, so I'm assuming. We'll see next year, I suppose, it's when the figures come It's got pretty high out. security on it as well yeah. because, mm. you know, you've got to remember your login, you've got to remember your password, and then oh. they usually ask you for a text message That's as well right. that you've got to put in, and I'm just going, mm, lucky I can remember my TFN. So yes. it is quite sophisticated. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where I think people just need to be a little bit savvy, mm. um, particularly when you're being asked for information that, you know, they typically should have on file or any sort of information that's quite personal because identity fraud's a big thing these days as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think let's think about what we do in terms of our, our tax return process. Um, we usually put bank account details in there, so you'd be unexpected to get, you know, requests for bank account details when you've already provided them on your mm. tax return form. Um, you know, the contact phone number that you've been asked to use on the on your tax return form, is that the phone number that they've called you back on? for example, and things like that. So, and, you know, if you want to check anything, as you said, jump into MyGov and it'll tell you, you know, you can easily just click on it and say, what's the what's the status of my return? Where is yeah. it? Is it refund? Is it coming in and everything Do like I that? Do I owe money? Am I owed money? Yeah. Um, and all that. I mean, I paid I paid pay-as-you-go instalments via MyGov on the weekend and oh, it's, right. it's really quite clean. Yeah. And with, and with the exception of your deductions as well, Steve, I mean, a lot of the information uh, for your returns typically pre 
I was reading something the other day, the pre-filling, there's a lot more information coming in this year alone. There's, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of information coming in. That's right. So if somebody's requesting other sorts of information from you, that's of that, you know, mm. personal nature, you know, it should be aware because the pre-fill should have most of it available. Well, it's yeah, getting exactly. tougher for the uh, scammers. I almost feel sorry for them not. <laughs> um, but, uh, but still. And, and anything else, Andy? No, I think the, the biggest thing is just to, to be aware that these things are happening in the background and it's not just strictly related to tax, it's just in yep. all walks of life as well. Whenever any any sort of personal information's at hand and financial information, particularly um, you know, you know, even your your, you know, bank passwords, access, you know, your bank yeah. accounts, all those sorts of things. So I think it's just being cognizant that we live in a world where cyber security is, you know, very, very important. Yeah. So just be aware. Be careful out there, folks. All right. Well, thanks, Andy and Lisa, again. It's been educational. And uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, Tune in next week.